In a world where standing six feet apart is recommended, Podcasticon rose from the ashes in January of 2021 for the first audio-only pop culture convention. Well, fear not. This summer, Retrofied Magazine and Podcasticon present Blockbuster, a one-day-only convention where guests and podcast hosts come together to talk about the movies and experiences that we all love. There will be panels about blockbuster movies and even a parade. Follow at PodcastCon on Instagram and Twitter and subscribe to PodcastCon on all podcasting platforms. Retrofied Magazine and PodcastCon present Blockbuster on July 3rd, 2021. The one-day audio-only pop culture convention to end all one-day audio-only pop culture conventions. Welcome to the TB Toy Cast, where Travis and Brian talk all things toys from the past, the present, and the future. Ugh, that's all we need, another podcast where a bunch of nerds talk about toys. Enjoy the show! <laughs> Every little girl loves little trolls, but what do guys wish for? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the TB Toycast. My name is Brian, and joining me in this adventure down the toy aisle is my good friend Travis. Travis, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing great. Uh, another day in paradise. Absolutely, a toy paradise. Um, it's episode three, and uh, man, you already you already chose a, uh, a kind of an obscure toy line for us. You know, of course, we've already dove into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Masters of the Universe, but our main event this week is Series One of Battle Trolls. I'm excited, man, because it's, uh, like I said, this is a, I remember seeing them, but this is definitely a, a blind spot in in my collect or in my collecting days, because like I said, know about it, but I don't necessarily, never had one. So I'm going to sit under the learning tree. You're going to be teaching me about some battle trolls tonight. I'm excited to dive into it, man. It's, it's a, it's a fun toy line. I feel like it was definitely the, uh. For sure, a flash in the pan, obviously, because it was trying to capitalize off of the popularity that was the Troll Dolls, um, which honestly, this might be one of the first times I can recall that a toy line more geared towards girls was so popular they needed to push it towards boys, because usually it's the other way around. And, we'll, you know, with He-Man, we'll get there because obviously that's where She-Ra came in, right? Like... Yep. All the popular, this stuff's so popular, we want to get the girls' toys involved. And this might be one of the only times I can think of where it was actually reversed, where this girl toy was so popular, we had to get the boys in on it. Well, yeah, you've got to gotta throw an army man and a, and a wrestler and a savage and a, every, I, I don't know, but I, I'm guessing there's some type of maybe firefighter, police officer, public service guy. Oh, there definitely so. is. <laughs> Oh yeah, we'll, we'll, dive we'll, into, uh, we'll dive into all the series. Like ones. I said, w- without knowing much, 
I think I know where I, I think I know where we're heading. Yeah, it's it's going to be great. So now, if this is the first time joining us here on the TV Toycast, uh, first of all, thank you, thanks for checking it out. And what we do here on the show is we kind of do a deep dive into one in particular wave of of a toy line. This week, of course, is the series one of Battle Trolls, which came out in the '90s from Hasbro. We're going to dive into that a little bit later in the show. But I, I think I, last week I did a thing where I. I gave you three choices, and I let you pick out of those three. I think that was a fun thing. I think we should keep that up, man. Oh yeah, definitely. I uh, I like having choices, and I liked uh, you know giving my my reasons why I chose and why I didn't choose. So uh, all about it. So I'm ready for the uh, the top three for the main event uh, next week. And and you're gonna dig this because I'm gonna go in a completely different direction. So which I may I may I may you know I may repeat some stuff, but I, I kind of want to mix it up too and kind of keep people guessing. But um, as we dive into this episode, man, uh, we got to talk about what's getting us excited. What are we What are we digging right now? And I think for me, I have to start with this because um, it'll be a few weeks when this episode drops, but we just have finally seen pictures now of AEW Unrivaled Series 5, the Luchasaurus figure. I mean, that whole wave is incredible, but I feel like this figure line has gotten better each wave and... And I, and I know you know they're they're not staying on the pegs long. If you see these, scoop them up or do something because they go quickly. Uh, yeah, absolutely. They, uh, from my my knowledge, my Walmart has maybe three pegs, maybe four, three, maybe four, and my Target has one peg. And uh, when you see them, uh, you've got your chance to get them. If you if you miss them, uh, good luck. And right. with as fast as these get released, as Jeremy Padauer, uh, you know, wants to switch between unrivaled and unmatched, and unrivaled and unmatched, um, with as as fast as uh, you know, Target, Toy, uh, ooh, I about said Toys R Us, Freudian slip. Uh, oh, man, Walmart breaks a tear to the eye right there. <laughs> yeah, as fast as they they reorder. Uh, there's a good chance, like once series two uh, or series three is out now, if series three sells out and they have to reorder, they're going to be reordering series four, and then or unmatched series one or like so. Yeah, when you see them, get them. And uh, you and I have been collecting these since day one. Oh, yeah. I'd say what that was what July, maybe late July, Memorial Day. I, I actually, I think it was supposed year. to. They're supposed to hit like in August, like first or something. And I thought they had a June, but we started seeing them around Memorial Day. I, what... I, I could, yeah, I don't remember for sure. I remember again. This was kind of a, a huge misstep right out of the gate. They will be in stores this day, whatever day that was. And I don't recall anyone finding them that day. No, and you know, you and I talked about that. That that should be a uh, a game. You and I talked about that before. Every time we say that, like, but no, it's true. Um, you know, we had talked about how when has there ever been an official release date for a toy other than maybe, well, I know Star Wars does it every year for the movies and, and well, not every year, but Star Wars has specific street dates. Of, these do not go out until the, you know, this date because of the movie and, and all of that. Sure. But, other than Star Wars, but that's a proven license. You, can, I mean, AEW is so unproven at this point, right? Like, 
nobody nobody that works in the toy department at Target or Walmart or you know maybe Meyer or any of your other toy places are going to look at a box and go, all right, well, I'm just going to sit this on the shelf till distribute. Like, it's my job to take this box, go put it on the shelf. I don't care. Right. So, uh, uh, yeah, there's... Well, and speaking uh, of that, I actually have a funny Walmart story for you. This just happened, like, two days ago. Oh, no, yesterday, actually. So, um, some good friends of mine have a little boy who is turning three, and his birthday party was Sunday. And as you know, my work schedule is kind of kind of all over the place. So I never commit to things like that because I don't know. Right. And I found out, oh, I'm off Sunday. I can go to his birthday party. And so I text them. I'm like, what's he into? Dinosaurs. I'm like, well, that's easy enough. And so I go to Walmart. And it's Sunday afternoon. And it is freaking swamped. I mean swamped. And so I'm trying. I'm thinking like Jurassic Park didn't really have anything good. And then I'm thinking, like, well, Godzilla. No Godzilla. But I found these figures called, like, Raw 10, which are, like, almost like a mutant, like, robot dinosaur and a snake. And I've seen those. And there's, like, a gorilla cyborg. Yeah, yeah. Really... They didn't I've have the gorilla. There, there was a shark, too. Okay, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So I, I got two of those. I got a gift bag, and then I got some tissue paper. And I thought, okay, that's pretty good for his birthday. I think he'll like that. And I go to the line, and keep in mind, Walmart's packed, like I said. So I'm in the self-checkout line, and I'm talking, you know, in this particular self-checkout line, there's five registers, and, of course, one person's running those, one Walmart employee, and then, I swear to you, there was, I was like the 14th person behind the first guy in line. Behind, That's not including all the registers. Wow. So it was, like I said, it was busy. And so the guy in front of me is kind of being a jerk. And I'm not really a big fan of this, but I feel like this is kind of like par for the course, unfortunately. This Walmart girl walks up and goes, hey, uh, you think you guys would open up some more uh, um, registers? we got a lot of people in line here. And she, and she said something. goes, excuse me? She turns around and she goes, I don't know. And then just kept walking. And I was just like, huh. So anyway... If you had the theory that Walmart employees care, you would be incorrect. They do not care. So as far as street dates and stuff, I would say most of the time, especially with something like toys, they're going to do the bare minimum. Absolutely. And, you know, also during the time, I mean, we're, we're still there slightly. We're, we're on the, the tail end of it. But we were in the middle of a pandemic where... You know, people were more worried about food and toilet paper Absolutely. and important things, not your um, AEW Unrivaled Series 1. Right. So. right. Um, but going back to what we were saying, I'm really excited for these figures. And also something has leaked, which I, I will say I, I feel like Jeremy's been a little bit behind the ball on, on reveals because I'm starting to see – leaks almost like it's like there's a leak and then he like announces okay we'll go ahead and show off this because there's been a leak so now we need to did you see the aew unrivaled accessory pack i did now um, it looks official don't know for sure it looks to me like it's a bunch of barbed wire type weapons which is fun uh, we haven't really seen i don't feel like accessory packs like this in a while what'd you think i i loved it uh I, I looked at it. I saw the picture. I think, um, I think it's official. And this is my other reason. Well, what, other than the picture, my other reason for thinking it's official, uh, 
and you know wrestling nerd here, but every weapon that was in that weapons pack was in the Kenny Omega John Moxley hardcore match. That's exactly what I thought of too. So yeah, it, it was every weapon that they used. So um, maybe we will see a ringside exclusive two pack of Mox and Omega, and then they'll have the accessory pack to go with it. So I think I think uh, I'm so. all for it. Well, and I think right now AEW right now the only thing you'll see on the pegs from AEW is the ring and the toy belt, and and a uh, Rio Riho. Honestly, she's moving around here. Honestly, like I've seen her a few times, but not not that not as much. Um, so I've seen Riho and a couple bucks every once in a while, but yeah. that's but it, that's it's, it. It's few and far between. So I I think an accessory pack's a good call. Like because the I think the problem is if you're a new collector or even a casual collector, you don't really want to buy a ring if you haven't. If you don't have the actual wrestlers to play in it. And I'm going based on, like, as a kid, obviously. Right. So, I think it's a cool a no. cool idea. Uh, and they're, they're specific. Yes. Uh, uh, that was one thing, as a kid, I never understood. I would get a, you know, Jax did this all the time. Like, you would get a, a Bone Cruncher or a Ruthless Aggression, and he came with a CD rack. Or Why like a, on earth or like do a, I need a, a wrench or something? Yeah. Like the only time there was ever a wrench, Kane used a wrench, but you get a random wrench with um, Crash Holly. Yeah. Like why didn't you, why didn't you give him the scale or why didn't you give him the hat? Like, well, that's where I felt like Hasbro did such a great job. They didn't do a lot of accessories, but if they did one, it made sense and it was very right. specific to that character. No, I, I agree, and I, I'm excited for it. We'll see if uh, this is a, a ringside exclusive or if this is going to be, uh, you know, maybe go hand-in-hand hand with Unmatched uh, because, yeah. you know, they talked about how Unmatched is going to be, you know, all over the place. So, you know, it may be part of Unmatched, you know. It, it's it hard to be. say. The one thing I do know is every prediction about AEW figures you and I have ever made uh, has never came true. So, so we'll keep that trend going with this show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that, now to kind of change gears, are there uh, anything right now that you are excited about, Travis? Um, I'm excited for NECA. Just released a sneak peek of the movie April O'Neil and oh, Casey right. Jones. So, uh. I, I collect specifically NECA movie turtles. I don't dab in the, the cartoon Which is world. funny because I do specifically NECA cartoon and I don't do the movies. Yeah. it Well, I thought going in, like, there'd be less of the movie than there would be of the cartoon. And to a point there is. But uh, they said they're going to have, I think, at least 19 movie releases this year. And Holy they've already... Yeah. And they did the... Loot Crate exclusive Danny, the uh-huh. the son, and then like I said, they uh, this week they teased the April sculpt with um with her actual figure, and then kind of on the side next to his hand was an unmasked Casey Jones. So uh, excited about that. 
I am excited for the uh, new AE, like we just talked about the AEW releases. I, I need a Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. And I even uh, pre-ordered on Ringside because I, I, I don't do a lot of pre-ordering, so I sat and sat and sat, but I, I pre-ordered the WrestleMania 12 Ultimate Warrior. So that's a good one too, man. I, uh, I feel like that's going to be one of the better ultimate warrior figures because I know that run was super short lived and it didn't quite go like we wanted it to, but man, I was so excited that the warrior was coming back in 96, man. That was, I, yeah, I, I was in uh, seventh grade, eighth. Yeah. Seventh grade. And, I was all in. I had the Warrior comic. Oh, I yeah. had the Boy, it was not good. <laughs> oh, it was bad. I I had the ash can. I thought I was going to have a million dollar comic cuz I had like the, the ash can of it. Like it I was all about that Warrior uh that Warrior figure and uh side one small tangent uh in You'll laugh at this, and a lot of our listeners will because they're they're wrestling fans. But that match at WrestleMania 12 is when I realized that wrestling was predetermined. I'm not going to use the F word because that's the most <laughs> that's the dirtiest word in uh, in wrestling. You but uh, it. my my dad at the time uh, at his work was uh, able to get on news groups before there was real internet websites. And there was a news group called RSPW. It was Recreational Sports Professional Wrestling. And uh, back in the day, that's where like Dave Meltzer and uh, uh, not Brian Alvarez, Alex Marvez, he was another one. They would post in there and people would talk about it. And, uh, the card, the the results got leaked on on that, and so all throughout, Dad goes, "Oh man, the Body Donnas are going to win here, Travis." I said, "No, they're not. Body Donnas win." Wait, was WrestleMania not live at that point? It was live, but oh, but uh, he, but he saw the uh, the booking, I guess. Yeah, yeah, they they had not the results, I but they they had uh, who was who because I think they had also taped like. After WrestleMania TV, other than uh, Raw, so gotcha. gotcha. Um, and then Dad goes, "Man, this Ultimate Warrior match is is not going to be long." Travis against Hunter Hearst Helms. I said, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "Look, it's uh, he's going to hit a pedigree, three clotheslines, flying shoulder, body press, and splash." I said, "Dad, they won't like Ultimate Warrior. Is, there's no way." And sure enough, like beat for beat, and I just looked at him, and my dad just laughed. I go, "How?" how did you know this? And then like we had the talk yeah. and it was, uh, so, but that's, that's one of my favorite WrestleManias. Uh, love that warrior, love that whole warrior run and, uh, decided to, to finally pull the trigger on it. Uh, what are you excited for? Well, I, I was, I kind of went through with it with the, the AEW figures. That's kind of what I've, what I've been excited for, but um, no, I, I agree, man. There's there's a lot happening right now, figure wise, and 
Um, just the other day I found, well, I, this kind of goes into our next segment of what we're finding on the pegs. Um, I actually found the other, so the other day, and I, you know, I told you about this, I found Triclops and Stratos, I believe that's how you pronounce his name, for Masters of the Universe Wave 4, but I didn't see Ninjor, and I didn't see, who was the fourth figure in that one? Uh, Ninjor? Hordak. Uh, yeah, Hordak, yeah. Hord- Hordak. Exactly. And uh, so I went back to Target the other day, and they had those two there. So I was uh, I was very I was pleasantly surprised that I have completed now waves one, three, and four, and wave two is still on pre order at Big Bad Toy Store. So fingers crossed. Funny you funny you say that. I have a very similar uh, Target story. So I went. On Friday, now it's a little different, it wasn't a day after. I went on Friday, um, and Friday I saw AEW figure series three at my, my local Target. There were the Bucks, Riho, and Darby. Like I said, so the, the peg was full, and I went, that's cool, I'm glad. Somebody else is going to be able to get them. Went back today, and there were uh, one of the Bucks, I can't remember, two Rehos, and a Darby Allen. So, picked up Darby, and I uh, I did something that I'm not proud of, but we all do it. I hit him. The dreaded hiding in the toy. Now, I've heard some people really get upset by this. Um, I feel like this was a tactic I used as a kid, because you just don't know. And... Waiting on that next, you know, allowance day or for me, it was going over to grandma and grandpa's house to do chores, hoping to get some money. But even then I had to get a ride back to Walmart. I wasn't driving yet. So, right. So there's always that process. So yeah, um, hiding spots are something me and you have definitely talked about. And, um, so now I don't know if you want to give away like your secrets, but as far as hiding stuff, I think sometimes even just putting it out in a different aisle can help other people not find it. But you also have to worry about the store employees, like grabbing it and putting it back where it goes. Right. Yes. I, uh, you know, we've all been there. Like you said, even as adults, you know, we've got responsibilities, uh, you know, rent, mortgages, groceries, uh, things like that. You know, you find a figure on Tuesday that, you know, like I said, I found a, a Darby, uh, and you I've never, got, and I, I typically don't find figures I really, really need when I'm like just, you know what I mean? Ready to like, just spend yeah. every dollar that you have. You're like, I'm ready to go in here and I will buy everything. And you're like, oh well, there's a Hot Wheel I may like, and you walk out with a dollar, yeah, Hot Wheel and a Snicker bar. Well, that's normally normally what happens for me is if I if I walk into a store, I typically have an idea of what I can spend, right? Yeah. And yep. And, you know, normally, like, could I spend a little bit more if I needed to? Yeah, but it kind of depends on certain situations, like what what bills are coming due and all that other stuff. But typically, I never exceed that limit of what I can spend. But sure as crap, every time, I'm like, oh, I'm really tight. But I go look, and then there's, there's like, all this good stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, every time, why, is it, why does this not happen when I'm, like, rolling in the dough? Oh, yeah. Or I remember one time... I uh, I had found AEW Series 2, like all right. six, right oh, on the man. peg. And I went, like, I don't have the extra 120 right now. Like, Right. Plus like, tax. 
Right, I because I need to get gas, and you know, I'm running low on pull-ups, and you know that whole parenting thing sometimes. But it, so I, I went and hit them, and you know I'm not ashamed to say that every once in a while I, I will hide a figure. Um, you know I'll give give you guys some tips that have worked for me. Um, I whenever I hide a figure, I never hide it in the toy section because that's like, that's rookie mistake right there. It is. It is like, I I won't go move it behind a Barbie or anything like that because, uh, those guys know exactly, you know, where everything should be. So, um, I am one to go hide, uh, hide figures behind comforters. Mm -hmm. So in the home section, because big bulky, yeah, yep. And they're soft. And they're, you know, when you, like on those bottom shelves of those, uh, of those comforters, it's not like people are going to Walmart every day to buy a comforter. So right. it's not a very populated section. So, you know, I, I've hid in, in the comforter section behind the, uh, the comforters. I think sometimes with hiding a figure, you kind of want to go, you want, you want to kind of think about, like you were saying, would a toy person go down this aisle? Probably not. So I've actually found for me, there's been times where, um, the outdoor section is a good place. Like they used to have this grill. It was like a portable grill is in this box <laughs> and it was like just the perfect size. And it was not far enough back against the back wall where I could slide a figure in there very, very easily. And I, I remember that was like my go-to spot for a while, but they kind of rearrange it, which Walmart does. They rearrange stuff. And well, and, and who's going to buy a grill in the middle of winter? Well, and that and that's what I was going to say. Now, seasonally, if it's like summertime, may not be the best move, but you know, I think hiding figures sometimes like it's kind of a it's kind of a lucky thing. I you also don't want to leave it hidden. Part of the game, man. Like, you don't want to leave just... it hidden too long. Right. So it's kind of that weird thing of like, okay, I can come pick this up in four days. I know, um, and we'll we'll dive into these figures eventually. Um, Retro Mattels were a big one. I remember searching up and down every Walmart I could for Retro Mattel Series 2 and never finding them. Eventually one day, you know, and random things had happened. Like I did find one random Stone Cold. Bane, actually, of all people, found a rock for me. And one of my friends had picked up a Mankind. And I was at my old job, and I was not making great money at the time. And I was at my local Walmart just buying groceries. That's it. Yep. And But you got to search the toy aisle, right? you got to go down there. Well, I, it's a gimme. You have to. There's no questions. And they have. Sometimes you go down that first because you need to make sure, like, if you find, like you said, you budget everything, but sometimes you got a little wiggle room and you're like, you know what? I really don't need that extra box of Pop-Tarts if I can snag this figure right now. Dude, like, that's, that was exactly what I was going to say. It's like, maybe I'll get the, <laughs> the pack of four Pop-Tarts instead of 12 this week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, yeah. It's, it's all adulting and budgeting. Yeah. And and so, anyway, I randomly turned down the toy aisle and there they have them. All of Retro Mattel Series 2 besides coincidentally the rock and stone cold they had the other four and i'm like whoa and so i i I grabbed sting triple h and kane of course like i said someone had already picked up a mankind for me 
So that was good, but I needed those other three. And although that was only 30 bucks, that was just not 30 bucks I had to spend at the time. And, um, and so I grabbed Sting. I was like, he's going home with me. I'm going to make do with that. And I hid Triple H and Kane. Uh, found a good hiding spot for him and went back in about two weeks when I got paid. And they were still there. So I, I lucked out. But, yeah, that's one of those nervous things where you're just like, oh, I just don't know. And sometimes, I've, and I've even done this before, too, where I've hid stuff just because I thought, I may want this in a week. And I know if if that gets me, then I will be like, ah, well, that's gone now. And then never to see, never be seen again. It is, but you've got a better chance at, you know, hiding it every once in a while than it would, you know, actually staying on the pegs. And I don't feel, you know, some people are like, oh, you're ruining it because you don't have the money. If you don't have the money, you don't have a chance to buy it. Okay, I agree a little bit, but you were there first and you found it first. So, like, to the victor, the spoils, I guess. Sure. And you get to, you know... uh go hide it and, and come back a couple days later and, you know, get your figure and all is, all is better. All is good with the world. Well, bottom line. I mean, I I can understand that people are upset by it, but it is what it is. Right. I mean, that to me is better than some of the, like people swapping figures and stuff like that. So, yeah, people can be mad, but it is what it is. Um, but to kind of change gears, Travis, what are you, what have you been finding in your uh, figure hunting uh, days this these last couple of weeks? Uh, went out today on my lunch break. Uh, hit up a Walmart and Target. Uh, right now, uh, um, oh, uh, went down the Masters aisle, found a huge assortment of He Man and Skeletor. Uh, I boy, did they find are warming those pegs, aren't they? They are. But I did find my first uh, flocked Panthor. Oh, nice. And I was, I was like, this is awesome. And then I looked at the price. $39.97. $40. Whoa. Why is it so much? Just because it's flocked? Just because it's flocked. And right next to Panthor was Battle Cat for $25. And I went, nope. Like, as much as I want a flocked Panthor because I had one as a kid... I I refuse, and here's the old man in me, like, I refuse to pay $40 for that. I know it's a Walmart exclusive, and it's amazing, and for anybody that wants it and loves it, more power to you. But I I am hoping that these sit, and here in a month or so, I'll be they'll be on clearance, and I can get it for the same price as... Battle Cat for uh, you know twenty five maybe even thirty dollars I'd spend an extra five just because it's uh, flocked but uh, I do feel like with toy companies right now they're kind of in that experimental phase of I wonder if people will pay this much and right now the answer to that is has been yes to a lot of that so I think what's happening like and i noticed this with the power rangers line because i was really into that line for a while and then they released the and i've probably talked about it on here before the pumpkin wrapper and then the king sphinx and they were 30 bucks a figure and looking at them i'm like you know what these are not that much bigger or bigger or like more accessories or more deco or anything than marvel legends which are 20 with a -a build-a-figure part 
what it did is it pushed me away from the line as opposed to wanting to dive into it because I'm all about the Power Ranger villains, but it's like thirty bucks, really? That's a that's a bit much for what you're getting there. And they were no, they they were very different than Goldar, who was a right. twenty dollar figure. And that and that's my point. It's just seeing if people will pay it. And I'm that just because it's a bigger box, and I'm like, uh, no, that's not not cool. But uh, but yeah, man. Uh, there's I, I also uh, I, I ran into um, on the DC Multiverse side, which I'm kind of in those into those figures a little bit. I found the uh, Bizarro and John Stewart Green Lantern the other day. Very nice, very nice. I didn't uh, pick. I didn't pick either one of them up. Um, I don't know. Like, I kind of go in those waves where I'm like, eh, I don't know. So they did look cool though. So I may, I may go back and get them at some point. I've seen, I've seen John Stewart a few times, so I'm not too worried about him disappearing. I guess. We we haven't. I haven't seen very many restocks of those. I've been seeing a lot of the Bane. Not yeah. big underscore, but uh, the, the regular build, Bane. The figure one, right? Yeah. The yeah the Bath Bane. Bath underscore Bane, build a figure <laughs> underscore Bane. Uh, so I've seen that line, couple Robins and a couple Joker Nightwings. So the Nightwing body with like a Joker face. I've I haven't seen... seen that one yet, but that one looks really cool. That one I might pull the trigger on. It's it is it's really really cool. It's um, not something that I normally uh, do. I so I'm not a DC fan, but it was cool. Um, I also, on a whim, you know, we've talked about, like, in episode one, where, you know, if I see a figure that looks cool, I will buy it as a one-off, and sure. I did that. Um, oh, man. I purchased, uh, and Big Chuck, Charlie Shaw is, uh, you know, going to be proud of me, because I actually had to ask him a question about this, oh, but... Boy. Uh, Warhammer, McFarlane Toys makes bigger Warhammer figures other than the miniature, the Warhammer 40K. And they have a, an all gray or like, I think Todd McFarlane calls it their artist proof, which is an all gray figure of one of their, uh, one of their just characters off of Warhammer. So I, uh, got on the old messenger after buying it. Cause I was like, that's a cool looking figure. It looks like, you know, a, a, a Gundam and a, just a cool looking robot. And I messaged big Chuck and I said, Hey, who is this? And he goes, that's the space Marine. He is the poster boy of Warhammer. And I went, that's why he looks familiar. So, <laughs> uh, cause he's on the, pretty much all the advertising of Warhammer, but, sure. uh, did pick that up as a one-off to, because he's a cool-looking robot, and he's in all gray, so you can either uh, paint it to, to whatever you want because it's an enlarged mini, or, um, you know, Todd McFarlane has uh, came out the past couple weeks with the success of the uh, Spawn Kickstarter and the artist edition or the artist-proof figure in that. Uh, the variants going forward for all of his lines are going to be artist-proof figures to where they're just all great, where you can see the sculpting and see the detail. Oh, nice. So I don't know if this is their uh, first shot at the, you know, other than Spawn, at the artist-proof. So I don't know if this is going to be the chase or if the the one that they'd already painted up is going to be the regular, but uh, it was in the electronic section, back in the in the collectible section. So that was, uh, you know, like I said, a one-off 
pick up the, you know, well, that, that looks different and looked at it, checked it out. It's a hefty looking figure and, uh, uh, I definitely recommend it. So if you see him out, uh, take a look at it and pick it up. I think that's, what's cool about this, this podcast here is the fact that we are probably going to be into different things, but that's Warhammer's not really something I would ever stop and look at. Cause I don't really know much about it, but hearing you talk about it makes me think, okay, next time I'm at the store, I'm going to take a look and see what those are. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's kind of a cool yeah, thing to, to, to dive into everyone's different uh, perspectives of stuff. And like I said, I know very little. I know Warhammer is a miniature game, and I know that it's got terrain, and you play it, and dice, and, and all that. Like, I know the basic gist, but when it comes to guilds and all that, I know nothing. But uh, like I said, the cool-looking figure, it caught my eye, and I walked up, looked at it, and, you know, 20 bucks for yeah. a McFarlane figure. Like, And it's the 7-inch scale, so it's bigger than like a, a Marvel Legends, and, you know, I'll, I'll send you a picture to, to show you what it looks like, and uh, I, I was definitely definitely pleased with it. It was heavy. Like, For sure, man. I think that's like, I think that that's great, though. I think it's really cool that we're, you know, like I said, each of us showing different what we're into, what we're collecting, one-offs. And, again, that kind of probably falls into that category. If you had found a whole new AEW wave, would you have bought that? Probably not, right? No, definitely not. And that's what's so interesting about toy collecting is because typically there's that mindset of like, okay, I got to buy something today because there's nothing here I want, and okay, this will work. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, there, there's a little bit of that into it as well. Like, man, no, no elites, no basics. Um, and then the last thing that I saw on Friday, um. Odd Lots uh, was running a 25% off toy section. And I went and they had a fresh case of basic 117. So I picked up two Tony Storms for $7.50 a piece. The brand new wow, that's quite basic good. lines. Um, they had the WrestleMania basics with drew and the fiend and then all of 117 which was tucker otis tony storm taker i don't know but uh was surprised to see uh tony storm and for 750 for the first time in the line uh i i, I picked up two one to keep and then one i'm gonna you know i do some customizing and uh customize an elite uh Tony Storm out of it. That's awesome, man. Well, I think it's probably about that time we dive into our main event. What do you say we dive into it here? As Michael Buffer said, it's time for the main event. All right, so this week on the main event, Travis, this was uh, this was your pick out of a couple of good choices. We had uh, G.I. Joe, which I'll be honest, I was kind of, I was not sure, because that's, that's a popular toy line. And then yeah. also Simpsons uh, World of Springfield Series 1, which I, I threw that in there as like a curveball. But you went with Battle Trolls, man. Battle Trolls Series 1. I'm ready. Like, it's... Uh, I, I've done a little eBay searching on it, uh, you know, but I, I'm ready to, to hear and learn all about Battle Trolls and, and what mix mashes uh, they are. All right, so we've got... The first wave, of course, these are from Hasbro. 
The first wave included eight figures. I believe there was only three waves total, each one including eight figures. Um, we, of course, start off with Sergeant Troll, which it says here is a John Rambo spoof. I actually had this figure. Um, never looked at it as a John Rambo spoof. I just kind of thought it was just a, the generic army man one, right? I, 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 I've seen the picture. I was thinking, you know, maybe not Rambo, but G.I. Joe, yeah, army man, yeah. G.I. Joe, soldier. So, and of course, I mean, who knows how specific this is. Um, of course, next we have Trolloff, which might be the best name of the entire series, <laughs> who is a Viking, uh, which is now, kind of a unique way to go. I wouldn't have necessarily thought of Viking, but it makes sense, especially with like Game of Thrones and stuff like that. But of course, this is 1982. Different time. You know how what I read this app? Because you said it's a different time. It's 2021. If uh, they named this figure now instead of Trolloff, he would be Troll AF. <laughs> he would, <laughs> dude. Yes, absolutely, he would be. And of course, so that's then it'd get pulled off the shelves and battle trolls are right. canceled. And yeah, good lord. So that's the difference of uh, from 1992 to uh, 2021, where you know he goes from troll off to troll AF because he's troll as boop. <laughs> Uh, third up, we have the Trollminator, which I don't know. That might be that's a pretty good name too. This is actually the very first one I ever got, and of course, that's not hard to figure out. It was based off of the Terminator, which was hugely popular in this time. Um, I think T two came out around this time. It did, and which again was kind of interesting because T two had a toy line, and that's definitely an R rated movie. But so did RoboCop. So <laughs> go figure that one. Yeah, I don't even think there was a John Connor kid figure. I think you could only get the Terminator and maybe a T-1000 here and there. That's actually not true. I had a John Connor on a motorcycle. I, I stand corrected. Yes, sir. Yeah, I love the Terminator 2 figures. I, I hadn't even seen the movie, and I love the figures just because they were cool. Like, they had a Terminator figure, and he had three different arms. You could check, You could change them all up. Like, it was awesome. Well, that's why he made a figure, so you could have three different murdering arms. Exactly. Uh, fourth up, we have Trollclops, a mythical tri- uh, Cyclops-like creature. It's wearing a loincloth, which is a little uh, a little much for a child's toy, probably. But you know, I mean, it's it's mythical. It's a one-eyed uh, monster. Hey, you know right? what? <laughs> the trolls were naked for girls, so at least we we are being politically correct, and the trolls were wearing at least a loincloth for the boys. I agreed. Uh, we had Nunchuck Troll, who is essentially just a ninja, which is again. Kind of standard issue with, like, Army Man, Ninja. Makes sense. Right. We had Captain Troll, who's a sea pirate. I remember I did not have this this one when I was younger. And I always wanted this one. Um, I thought that was a super a cool one. Just, I, But I love pirates. I love, like, Long John Silver and any kind of generic pirate toy I could get. I thought was awesome. So uh, definitely wanted I, Captain Troll. Never got that one, though. Uh, get on up, it. I know. I know. Uh, next up, TD Troll for Touchdown. Um a football player, essentially. Again, nothing too, nothing too over the top yet. These are kind of just standard issue at this point. And then the last figure in the wave, um, Count Trollula, which is a vampire slash Batman style figure. That's probably, in my opinion, the most creative. Where they could have done a vampire, they could have done Batman, but they kind of did both. Like that's kind of a, that's kind of a good one, I think. Well, I mean, there are vampire bats, so. Right. So it makes it, sense. Uh, I, you know, I, I think it's cool. I, I saw it. He's got the, uh, it's 
like a dark purple like mask and a, a dark purple body. So I, I was when I when I was looking at that, this was the one that struck me the most because it was like, oh wow, because I, I did. I thought it was Batman at first, so I right. looked at the name and went, oh, Count Trocula, gotcha. So if people have been listening along, they know that I've been putting the uh, some of the old toy commercials, if they have them, at the front of the episodes. And I'll never forget seeing – so this is how this went down. I remember being at the store, and I saw these. And, I, and again, trolls were hugely popular, and like everyone was collecting trolls. I even had some troll dolls, oddly enough. Not that I even really liked them, but I just – they were popular, so everybody had them. Did you rub the gym in their belly button and make a wish? Of course I did, you know. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but I remember the second I saw these, it was like, whoa, screw those. This is what I want. And I bought – I was able to talk my parents into getting me the Trollminator. And so I remember that evening, I, I my, my younger cousin came over, and I showed him the Trollminator – and he was like, "Oh, that is so cool!" Because he had he had older, yeah, he had older older girl cousins, you know, uh, or sisters, my my cousins as well, who had a bunch of the regular trolls. But I'm showing him this battle troll, and it's like it kind of hits on all senses. Because again, Army Man, Ninja, Terminator, football player, like, kind of has a little oh, bit yeah. of everything for everybody. Super. I mean, you're really just mind. missing a cowboy at this point. Oh, I'm sure there's one coming. Don't worry. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, they're hitting on kind of all cylinders for boys' toys at the time. Well, anyway, we're at my house, and I'm showing him, you know, the Trollminator. And because apparently, even before cell phones listened to you, your TV did, the Battle Trolls commercial hits. And if you remember, and obviously most people that are listening to this are probably into those old commercials. When those old commercials hit, man, they hit hard. And you were just like, oh my god, I want all of those so bad. And it's like, and it starts off, and people will have already heard it now, but it shows these little girls like, oh, the pretty little troll dolls. And all of a sudden, the, the wall breaks down. It's like, battle trolls are out of control. <laughs> I remember that theme, uh, the the jingle. I don't know if there's necessarily a theme song, but yeah. the jingle for it. And uh, it reminded me of, you know, I... I hate that we make so many wrestling comparisons, but it reminded me of uh, when Macho Man and Roddy Piper came through the walls for the Hasbro figures. Like, right. You want to wrestle with these? Or, or uh, Warrior or Piper? I know one of them came through. So, right. Uh, and, and so and it that's was very kind of, reminiscent of that. Right. Because it was just that in your face, like 30 seconds of pure energy. And I just remember that evening, my cousin. You know, with my aunt and uncle, I want a battle troll. I want a battle troll. And they're like, oh, no, maybe later. And I want to, like, he, like, that's all he wanted was a battle troll. And um, I remember thinking, like, oh, I'm so lucky I have one. But <laughs> <laughs> And I've got the Terminator one. Right. And it was a good one to have. Um, but, right. again, like I said, the line dies after about three waves. I'm learning now as I'm trying to recollect some of these that that third wave is actually pretty hard to come by. So they didn't hit quite like people thought, I guess. And I know from my own perspective, I remember series one kind of going fast and series two kind of setting on the peg. So it kind of makes sense that that's what happened. But 
Um, but a great line, man. Like they're 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 kind of they don't move a lot. Like there's not a lot of mobility to them. But like the sculpting and stuff, they were mean. They were ugly. Like they they were exactly what you would want in boy toys. And I think the fact that each one of them was so uniquely different really made it fun. So here's a question. Sure. Uh, we're going through everything, and uh, you know we see all of the different styles and and types of figures that, that were in this. Would this line succeed today? Could you have the parody of Terminator or other pop culture icons, uh, or would it be? Do you think it'd be shut down because well, that's too close to our? I like would it would it turn into? Oh, that's just a toy. Let's you know forget about it. We're not going to go after it. To you know, oh, that's way too close to yeah. You know, if we had a battle troll today, what if there was like a a Pokemon or a Pikachu battle troll or, you know, some of the other popular things. Do you think this would be a figure line that would, one, come out today or be uh, moderately successful? I think it could be. Um, there, that parody thing is kind of a a unique thing because I don't know how close that they can get on that without it. Because I've even heard, I think Bane told me this a while back, there's actually a coffee shop somewhere called not Starbucks. So, but they get away with it because it's a parody. Right. So I don't know like how a parody law works and what, you know, like uniquely similar, confusingly similar. There's a lot of little things in there that kind of make you wonder. I mean, Trollmanator, that's pretty close. Um, yes. Now, cowboys, ninjas, um, pirates, Football players, all that's like fairly generic. I feel like you're safe there, but I feel like the yeah, those money... are like Halloween costumes that you get every year, right? But I feel like the money is basing it off of you know what the Caltrocula or the but yeah, the it, these were made by Hasbro. Hasbro has a lot of licenses now, so could they do a mock Darth Vader? Probably, you know, because they have the Star Wars license. So I don't know. I mean, because could they do like a mock Power Ranger or a Power Ranger villain? I don't know. Um, I guess there was supposed to be a Joker style character in Wave Four that never never came to be. So it's, now I want to make custom battle trolls. Now I want to make my own battle trolls. Honestly, it probably wouldn't be that difficult. I mean, like if you had some artistic ability, cough, Jason Wolf, cough, that like you could make it happen. He's 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 light years better. I just. I know how to look and talk, but the drawing stuff, I don't know. (laughs) Right. Well, Travis, it's that time of the show now for you to pick our next week's main event. Are you ready? I've got some good ones here. It's going to be a tough choice. Uh, Oh, man. Like, is this, uh, is this going to be our international three-way dance? Is ECW style? Are we going to get, get to pick, uh, between Tajiri Guido and, uh, Super crazy, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, but I'm yes. gonna I'm gonna do all all wrestling this time. We're obviously wrestling fans, oh. so it it only makes sense that we dive into wrestling. So your three choices are this: choice number one, WWF Hasbro Series One. Choice number two, LJN Wrestling Superstars Series One. Choice number three, AWA Remco Series One. Oh, man. I think I know which one you're going to pick. 
But I'm curious to see what you go with. All right. The first one that's got to go is AWA Rimco. Great figures, great line. But at that time, WWE was a powerhouse. Hulkamania was... It was running wild, running brother. Wild. It, was, it was running wild. So, great line. We'll get there. But uh, AWA's got to go. And uh, the next one that has to go, I'd like to officially apologize to our friends, uh, Jeff and Scott Toon, because this is their favorite toy line. But... Uh, LJN Series 1 has got to go. Ooh. It's going to be WWF Hasbro Series 1. I can't argue that. It's one of my favorite toy lines of all time. Um, but I, it, you know what's funny is I actually thought you'd pick AWA. And the reason I thought that is simply because I thought you would kind of want to keep it a little random. And uh, But you know what? I'm happy to talk about Hasbro's. It's, it's a great toy line. Uh, I think uh, how iconic that toy line was, uh, not just for wrestling, but for toys in general, that uh, going over Series 1 is going to be great. You know, they had their action. Uh, There was 8 to 10 in that first series. Another good 12. 12? Yeah. Oh, that's right. There's a good amount of figures, like a ring, it, uh, you know, the whole deal. It uh, Hasbro knocked it out of the park with that, and uh, you know, let's you know, as much as I, you know, like the the one offs here and there, we we've got to go, got to go true blue with this one, and just go with the, the toy line that a lot of people consider to this day their uh, their favorite toy line so much so that the prices for these carded you know maybe we'll get into it a little bit next week are going crazy there was a Bret Even Hart loose, red card crazy man yeah a a Bret Hart red card figure uh $1200 like and yeah the loose figures are going like there is a don't know what it is, but it's been going on for about a year now. Call it the, you know, it might be the biggest stimulus toy line, <laughs> stimulus toy boost for the last year. But, uh, you know, there's just a definite popularity with it. Uh, great looking figures, and uh, they were thrifty about it. So yeah. next week, WWF Hasbro Series 1. I'm excited for it. It's going to be a, it's gonna be a fun one to dive into. Um, but thank you guys for checking out the TV Toycast. Make sure to subscribe. A rating and a review definitely helps us out immensely in telling your friends about it. Uh, plus, you can send us questions at uh, tbtoycast at yahoo.com and follow us on Twitter at tbtoycast on Instagram, Twitter, wherever wherever you do your social medias. We're there. And uh, Travis, anything else you want to you want to say before we get out of here, man? Uh, got nothing. I good luck, everybody. Hope you're. Uh toy adventures and toy hunting figure hunting are fruitful and we will uh, see you next week we'll catch you in the toy aisle see you next week